0: This is Witness Radio with Ryan Muniak, where you learn biblical evangelism from real-life encounters.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Our call in line is 513 980 and the website is witnesstalkradio.org. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app.
0: Today's broadcast is brought to you by Answers in Genesis, an apologetics ministry that's dedicated to helping Christians defend their faith and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Visit witnesstalkradio.org slash AIG to see their latest resources. We are going to be talking about the 2016 presidential election today, which is kind of tied in with an episode we did on Faith and Family Radio,
1: which you can find at faithfamilyradio.com.
0: Right. But this one, we're not getting too political. We're more um, talking to people about the election in this episode, right?
1: Correct. My friend Eric and I were on the campus of the University of Cincinnati, and we were asking people, who were they planning to vote for? Or were they planning to vote? And the person that we're going to talk to today, his name is Zach, and he is actually planning to vote third party, which really surprised me because you don't hear that too often. especially from the younger crowd
0: right well they've been indoctrinated to believe that there's only two choices
1: exactly so zach we're on the campus of uc today we're asking people about the upcoming election are you planning to vote and if so who are you planning to vote for uh i'm probably gonna be voting for a third
2: party because i don't really like trump just because what he says i don't like it and I consider myself more of a Republican, so I'm kind of against Democrats at the same time. But So I'm probably going to go third party. But I don't know who's specifically for it. I haven't looked into
1: it too much.
0: Okay, so Ryan, when he said Republican, did you think, okay, this could be a potential professing Christian?
1: Yes. Initially, that was my thought is, okay, so he doesn't like Trump, but he's definitely not Democrat because he leans conservative, leans Republican. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, maybe this guy's a Christian, but let's test his faith to see where he really stands. Well, that's very interesting because most people would say, that voting for a third party is is a wasted vote. Uh, what would you say in response to that argument? Well, see, like,
2: in my situation, I don't really feel like I want to vote for either, so voting for one of them would make me... I, I, I I'm throwing it away, but it's better than not voting, at least. And if more people decide they don't want to vote for those two... Sure, like the odds of a third party getting elected aren't very high, but it's possible. So why not?
0: You know, I kind of like that he was willing to go third party, though. Like you said, a lot of young people aren't thinking that they have a choice. And he's kind of feeling like, yeah, I don't have a choice. But it almost sounds like he still, you know, wants to make his voice heard. And he really doesn't want to compromise on where he stands on the issues.
1: Yeah, I I thought that was, you know, it was a a breath of fresh air. To hear someone not be so inundated with the two party system arguments
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they feel they do have a choice, they do have options other than the junk. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said junk that the two major parties have been giving us the past however many years.
0: Mm -hmm. So if nothing else I agree with on this guy, this is like one area that I can be like, all right, good for him going third party here. (laughs) Unless he's like voting for like some super liberal, then I might change my my tone. But for now, I like Zach.
1: (laughs) The one thing I don't like is that he says, yeah, I am throwing my vote away. Yeah. But he isn't. He really isn't.
0: Yeah, I, I was a little disappointed too, but I think he's just been led to believe that. What uh,
1: what type of background do you have that makes you uh, lean more Republican or I- I'm assuming more conservative? What, what type of background do you have? Uh,
2: I don't know. I've always grown up conservative. My dad's always been a conservative. My mom usually just votes with my dad because she doesn't pay too much attention to the elections. And that's just how I've, I don't know. I just grew up that way. So it's more how I think. And with the issue, like, a bunch of, like, all the different issues that they talk about, I just consider myself more conservative.
1: Okay. Uh, do you guys have, like, a, a religious uh background or anything? Uh, yeah, we're Christian. Okay. But, yeah.
0: So Zach says we're Christian.
1: Yes. Is and- he
0: lumping himself in that little pot of conservative christianity or just his parents
1: well and that was that was a red flag for me when he said oh yeah we're christian because typically when you lump yourself in with others like that it means my parents are christian and i just am with them them.
0: It could mean that. It could mean that he, he and his parents are all genuinely converted and it just saves time to say we're Christians instead of saying, my mom's a Christian, my dad's a Christian, and I'm a Christian. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. <laughs> and I, I understand that. But typically it's a red flag when you're out on the street and they, for lack of a better term, they don't own their Christianity. Okay. What does it mean to be a Christian? That's that's a tough question. Uh, I mean...
0: Is that a tough question?
1: That is not a tough question <laughs> if you are a Christian. Yet another red flag that you listener can be looking out for when talking to someone and for those of you that are listening and you're like oh how dare you judge him how dare you say he's not a christian um second corinthians thirteen five says to examine yourselves to see if you're in the faith to test yourselves mm-hmm. 1 John 4 1 says to test the spirits, not everyone is from God, that there are many false prophets, false teachers.
0: So honey, if someone approached you and asked you the same question, how would you respond? what does it mean to be a christian
1: well that would put a big old smile on my face because (laughs) i would get to share the gospel with them and i would say something along the lines of oh well to be a christian means that you have been born again oh what does that mean oh i'm so glad you asked (laughs) see to be born again well let me start at the beginning Back at the very beginning so of you'd time. You give
0: a, a lecture?
1: No, but I would. <laughs>
0: well, you're you're going all the way back to the beginning. It sounds like this is going to take a while.
1: Won't take too long <laughs> if you stop interrupting oh, me. Oh, okay. But no, it won't take too long. But you you have to go back and 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 provide some information right. in order to you know, make the good news make sense. Right. So I would talk about the creation account and how. When Adam and Eve sinned, they brought a curse upon the whole world, the curse of sin, and that we are all naturally from birth bent away from the things of God. And that how because we have all sinned and we all desire, we all love sin, Mm -hmm. we all deserve to go to hell. I would explain what sin is, like lying and stealing, using God's name as a curse word, And then I would say, I would probably turn it upon the person that asked and ask them if they've ever lied or stolen or done any sin, to which I'm certain they would say, yeah, I have sinned because the Bible makes it clear that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God.
0: I don't know. You might get those one or two that's like, nope, I'm perfect.
1: And then I would call them a liar
0: <laughs> because the
1: Bible says there's none good. No, not one.
0: Right. And then you would go into the good news.
1: A- exactly. I- if they were humble enough to hear it. No. Uh, mm-hmm. they-, they asked me what it means to be a Christian. So I would talk to them about how I realized that I was heading for hell because I wasn't good enough to get to heaven. God requires absolute perfection to get into heaven. And the only way I could have absolute perfection is if someone else gave it to me. And Jesus offers that absolute perfection to me when he died on the cross to pay for my sin and rose three days later, defeating death and hell.
0: Like how I set you up to share the gospel on your show?
1: I love it. I love any setup Mm -hmm. to share the gospel.
0: Of course. I've seen you and I I even know sometimes in conversations when someone gives like a little trigger word or something, your face like lights up. Like, I get to share the gospel now. (laughs) They don't even know.
1: (laughs) Right. I'll be sitting there talking with someone on the street or whatever and all of a sudden they'll say, oh, I'm a good person, blah, 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 blah. And my my brain is still back there on I'm a good person. I'm like,
0: yes,
1: (laughs) that is my cue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's see where it goes with zach
1: <laughs> really just believing in
2: god for the most part that's what i consider i know there's a lot more to it but like it, it's i think it's based on person what you can what you're going to consider christian i think so it's more of a personal question
0: well already from from just this moment from what i've heard it sounds very broad so
1: yes like he Believes in some type of deity out there, but he's not really sure which one, and
0: and that people can other people can believe differently than him, and that's okay. That's at least the impression I'm getting just from this little snippet right here.
1: Yeah, and that's a, a major problem in today's day and age. Is a lot of people will just be like, "Well, I believe this, I believe that," but they don't have any footing to stand upon Mm -hmm. because oh well it's just my personal belief you can believe whatever you want i believe this why where do you get your beliefs from what are you standing upon where to
0: what if you're wrong
1: prop up your beliefs yes what if you're wrong
0: i mean if it's just your opinion and not fact you could be wrong
1: exactly and that's why if you are a christian you need to stand Upon the word of God.
0: Right.
1: You know, don't just say, I believe this, I believe that. Say, I believe this because God's word is true. God's word makes it clear that this is right. Mm -hmm. This is what is true. Amen. How does someone become a Christian? Just believe in God. That's all I have to say about that. Which God? The God. Like
2: like the Bible, that God. Right? Okay.
0: I at least give him props for saying the God of the Bible, but then again, we go to which Bible? The and, Catholic Bible? The Christian Bible? The Jehovah Witness Bible? The Mormon Bible?
1: Yeah, and <clears throat> that's the problem with his answer is he's, while he said the God of the Bible, there's no authority backing his answer. Like, he's not so sure of it himself, mm-hmm. that he gave the right, the true answer.
0: And that's all he has to say about that. There's, yeah, there's different,
1: religions, different religions. There's lots of different yeah. gods. Uh, you know, there's the Muslim god, the Hindu god. Well, there's millions of Hindu gods. Yeah. you got all kinds of different gods. So, which god is the right god, or can there be multiple gods? In my
2: opinion, I consider myself Christian, but... I know like other religions are out there. So it's like, I'm not going to say like to me. Yeah, my God's right. God, but I'm not saying all those other gods are like not like legitimate.
0: Oh, I'm saying my God's right. But I'm not saying the other gods out there aren't legitimate. Yeah. So my God's right for me and your God's right for you. So we're both okay on judgment day if if there if you have a judgment day
1: exactly it's moral relativism at its finest you believe what you want to believe i'll believe what i want to believe we're all okay in the end
0: you know you know what i think it is more than that is an unwillingness to offend i don't want to offend anyone by saying my god is the only god mhm so i'm going to be like well you know I'm not going to say those aren't legitimate. And I'm sure people who worship that God are sincere in their beliefs. They can be sincere and it can take them all the way to hell.
1: There's a lot of sincere people going to be in hell. I I
2: understand everybody has their own religion. That's fine.
1: It doesn't really bother me
2: that much.
0: It doesn't bother him. It doesn't not. bother him that these people are going to hell. Nope. Because the Christian God of the Bible, it's very clear that those who do not put their tr- trust in him will spend eternity in hell. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So, Jesus just blow and smoke?
1: No, nope, because the Bible also says, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. You believe in the God of the Bible and say my friend, Eric here, say he believes in the God of Islam. Right. Who's going to heaven? That's, I honestly don't really know. Now I stop here because you're probably thinking, didn't you already ask that question? Yeah, I kind of did. You know, A couple of times because I kept getting jello answers, answers that had no foundation, answers that you you couldn't pin down. I wanted him to get specific. I wanted him to start actually thinking about his beliefs and express cruelly what he was sharing with me that and everybody's good to go basically no matter what you believe
0: no pressure at all but this guy next to me if he's muslim is he going to heaven it's really putting the pressure on (laughs) like it'd be one thing if you're like joe blow down the streets a muslim is he going to heaven you might get a little bit more like no but you're like how about this person right next to me it's like oh i don't want to say that person's going to hell but you know what that's the biblical answer. Yeah. Yes, they are. If they haven't trusted in Christ.
1: And you know what? Why are you afraid to tell someone they're going to hell? It was their fault.
0: I think it's just, we're like I said, we're too scared of offending people rather than loving them and, and, and loving them enough to be like, dude, I don't want you to go to hell. I know you're going there based on what you're telling me. <laughs>
1: Right. And I think we're in the the mindset that we don't want to tell people we're going to hell because we don't want to come off as like a Westboro Baptist person. Because those people tell people that they're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they do it the wrong way. They do it in a way that says, uh, you are going to hell, but I'm not. And that's wrong. We need When we're sharing the gospel with someone, we need to tell them, yes, they're going to hell. But we need to explain why. And we need to make it clear that they're not the only ones. That we also deserve hell.
2: Yes, I consider myself Christian.
1: But I'm not going to say like...
2: I don't know. I haven't gone to church a lot recently just because I'm on campus and I haven't like, I've just been getting accustomed here. Like I don't really, I'm not going to say nobody can get like, that's not that's not how I view. I can't, that's not, I, the way I think of it, everybody goes to heaven unless you're like, some commit some awful sins
1: excuses 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 i hear this all the time oh i i should be in church yeah but i I haven't been to church uh in a while because you know campus there's a church on campus meets every sunday no excuse I, i cannot vouch for their theology i've not been to any of their services but the fact that he says he hasn't been to church just in general because of campus life is a cop out because there is a church right there on the campus i would love to plan a, a church on the campus at least then i would know that it was biblical but i'm not a pastor <laughs> by any means
0: did i detect a hint of universalism too in there yeah <laughs> One's gonna be okay as long as they don't commit some big sin, like you know Hitler. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I'm wondering if he is a Rob Bell Christian.
0: I was thinking that name, but I was being kind and not saying it. <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: call out heretics. <laughs> I, that's me. Like I,
2: I don't know.
0: I know he said like two words, and I'm pausing, but he said, "That's me." That's my opinion. I'm not hearing once him say God's word. Red flag. Exactly big red flag.
1: What you just explained to me there that's actually mormonism where basically everybody goes to heaven unless you do something really bad. That that's what the mormons believe and they claim to be Christian but they're actually a Christian cult because they they differ from the teachings of the Bible. They they have extra biblical right. teachings, you know, the book of mormon and a couple of other yeah. books. So, Zach, I want to ask you a couple of questions, and you can just very quickly say, say yes or no. Uh, I kind of want to gauge where you are in your Christian walk real quick. So, do you believe in a triune God, three, three persons in one, one Godhead? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you believe in jesus christ being fully god and fully man no no boop, boop, wow boop. yeah i Danger. know danger.
0: My Christian alarm is definitely going off with that. I don't believe that Jesus was fully God and fully man. Does he explain that further?
1: Yes, we do go into it. Uh, but I I will say this. It Again, it sounds like I kind of asked the same question. No, it's a tweak a little differently. He says he's be- believed in the triune God, three persons, one God. But when I dug a little deeper, he didn't really believe that.
0: Right. That's a good point to bring up. I didn't catch that. All right. Let's see what happens.
2: I don't consider Jesus Christ is like the Lord and Savior, but like it's God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Right. So it's like Jesus. I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough question because I honestly haven't gone to church very much recently. So it's I don't know.
0: He sounds very confused. I would wager that whatever church he was going to is not teaching sound doctrine.
1: I don't necessarily think we can pass judgment upon the church because... The church could have been preaching very solid doctrine. He just wasn't listening.
0: Or there. He was busy with... Or there. Right. I mean, if he justifies it now that he's on campus, who's to say he wasn't making excuses not to go prior to campus life? Yeah, he,
1: he could be a priester a Christmas and Easter Christian. Oh, yeah. Quote, unquote. Well, Zach, uh, based on that statement, I, I'm I, I'm not trying to be mean or, yeah, or nice. anything to you, but I, I want to say I, I'm concerned that... Uh you probably are not a Christian. You're probably, probably not retired. born again.
2: I'm probably just
1: atheist to be honest. I I grew up going
2: to Christian churches so I say I'm Christian but really I haven't gone to church so, for
1: many years so
0: Wait a minute. Now he's calling himself an atheist. Yeah. That's a big leap.
1: <laughs> so don't, uh, I'll say this, don't be afraid to call someone on the carpet to, to say, look, man, from what you're saying to me, you don't sound like a Christian. Right. In your mind, you're thinking, oh, man, I'm going to get beat up. I'm gonna get yelled at and screamed at because i just called into called their christianity into question you know what? oh well
0: you know what it sounds almost like he it doesn't necessarily sound like he's upset it sounds like he's finally like almost like the weight of this deceit is able to come off him in the conversation like yeah you know what i think i more identify as like an atheist
1: we actually uh, go into that a little bit too but it seems like he's realizing this christianity that i profess is not what I believe Mm -hmm. it's just what I've been told all these years do you believe that that there is a God yeah okay so So you're not an atheist right you're probably agnostic sure okay so I want to share with you a little bit about the Christian faith uh, just to kind of help you understand what it is you sat through all these years in in church Okay, so the Bible at the very beginning talks about Adam and Eve, Garden of Eden. God gave them one rule, don't eat the fruit.
2: Right.
1: They ate the fruit. They broke God's rule. And that brought a curse upon the whole world, the curse of sin. Yep. And because of that sin, we all deserve hell because we have all sinned. Now, let me ask you this, Zach. What is sin? Uh... <laughs> I don't really know. I mean, I don't know.
0: That's Christianity 101 right there. That breaks my heart that he's like, I don't know. Yeah. What is sin? Well, you kind of already laid that out for him. Adam and Eve were given one rule and they broke it.
1: Yeah. It's
0: breaking God's rules.
1: (laughs) And and sadly, that's modern Christianity right there is, uh, yeah, I've sat in church, but I don't really know anything that I've been hearing Aside from maybe lyrics to the music,
0: I tell you, my heart's going out to this guy, though. Like my
1: mine was breaking for the guy. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I I had those red flags popping up all over, and then he just come out and was like, "Yeah, no, I you know, I really don't believe this stuff." And it's like, "Oh, dude, you're going to hell." Oh. I gotta I gotta tell you, the gospel man. I don't want you to go there. Yeah. All right, well, sin, according to the Bible, is transgression of the law. God's law. So, let me ask. Have you ever told a lie? Yep. Have you ever stolen anything? Yep. I know all this is sins. Okay. Uh, have you ever used God's name like a curse word? Yes. And here's the last one. Have you ever looked with lust, which Jesus says is the same as adultery? Yes, I guess. Zach, that's four of God's yeah. Ten Commandments. You've admitted to me that you're yep. a lying blasphemous, adulterate at heart? I guess so. <laughs> let me ask. If God were to judge you based on that standard, do you think you'll go to heaven or hell? No. Hell. Yeah. I know. Does that concern you?
2: A little bit. I don't
1: know. It's, it's hard to say. I don't know. Well, let, let me ask you this. When are you going to die? Don't know that question either. Well, you know, 160,000 people die every day. Yeah. That's two people every second. Yeah. And you don't know when your second is going to be up. And the Bible makes it clear that after death comes judgment. You're facing God when you die. So it should concern you that it looks like you're going to hell, man.
0: Do you feel like there was some kind of inward struggle taking place in this conversation? It sounds like it to me, just in hearing his hesitation and him kind of going back and forth and
1: saying a lot
0: of I don't know and starting to answer but then stopping.
1: There was definite hesitation. I think he was wrestling with what he knew to be true, Mm -hmm. but his love for sin was waging war inside of him.
2: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right the bad news. The good news. all right so listen
0: did he just say that's the bad news give me the good news
1: that was eric uh oh, piping okay. in <laughs> eric was squirming over there like oh man i can't believe you just told him he's going to hell
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> eric is actually a, a a bulldog out on the streets he But when he's watching someone else uh, share it, he's like,
0: oh, uh, yeah. (laughs) Awesome.
1: Love my brother, Eric.
0: That was great. I I thought it was Zach, though. I was like, oh, that would be awesome if that was his response.
1: God did something for you and for me and for everybody so that we could escape hell. And that was he sent Jesus to this earth. Jesus was born of a virgin. He was fully God and fully man. He was perfect in thought, word, and deed. He never lied, never stole, never looked with lust, never used God's name like a curse word. And then he died on the cross. Not because he deserved it. Because you deserved it. You deserved to die on the cross. But he did it. He took your place. And he rose three days later. Came back to life. Defeated death. And he offers you eternal life. He says... I took your place on the cross. I took your sins upon myself so that you could take my place and you could have my righteousness. 2 yeah. Corinthians 5.21 talks about this.
2: Exactly. Uh, Ryan says, he took mine too. I, I'm in the same boat that you're in. The whole world's in the same boat. Uh, I can't say that I'm any better than you are. Uh, the, the, the four ones that you broke, I broke those four plus the other six. So, all mankind is in the same boat. So, don't don't feel that, yeah.
1: So, Zach, Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. Yeah. He said, you must be born again or you cannot see the kingdom of God.
0: Right. What was his response as you were sharing the gospel with him? Do you feel like it was sinking in or was it just a lot of, uh-huh, uh-huh, when can I leave? Uh-huh.
1: Well, you know, it, it's been a while since the actual encounter took place. But, I don't know, I felt like maybe something was getting through. I don't know that it all got through. I, You know, he, he didn't uh, pray to repent and believe or anything at the end. But I felt like it was more than just a casual, uh-huh, stop talking so I can leave. The way you are can be born again is to turn away from your sinful nature... You know yeah. not not just turning away from sin because we we still slip up, we still yeah. occasionally sin being Christians, but you're turning away from your sinful nature, your desire to do that which is against God, and turning to God, by putting your faith, your trust in Jesus Christ, and what he did on the cross for you. When you do that, Zach, he will grant you eternal life. He will switch places with you, he will take your sin and give you his righteousness and then when god sees you on judgment day he will see jesus and his record instead of you and your record does that make sense yeah i hope it does zach because like i said earlier we don't know when we're going to die right you know it could be today we need to make sure we're right with god before we spend eternity in hell
0: Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people lost and helpless like sheep without a shepherd and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com.
1: There are things that cause the heart to wonder. Awe-inspiring things that can't be explained. That you never thought you would see. After more than 4,000 years, it's your moment to encounter the Ark. The voyage begins again, July 7th.
2: The children of Lima, Peru, face many difficulties. Hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. Heart of Christ Ministry seeks to bring the gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children. Please consider partnering with us. You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit hofcm.org.
1: Here's how VidAngel lets you watch movies for $1. You buy a movie for $20, don't worry, it ends up being $1. Since you own the movie, you can legally set your filters. Now, watch your movie. Then with the click of a button, sell it back to us for $19 of credit. That means each movie is only $1. It's that simple. Buy for $20, set filters, watch it, sell it back for $19. Enjoy your $1 movie. Sign up at witnesstalkradio.org vidangel.
0: Honey, I noticed that you shared the law and the gospel with them. And can you tell me if you can recall what led you to do that? Because I know you don't do that with every single person you witness to. I don't. You always say, as Ray Comfort would, law to the proud, grace to the humble. Yes. But you still share it anyway.
1: <laughs> well, he he seemed like he his mouth was stopped uh uh-huh. Romans 3:20 19 and 20 talks about we use the law to stop the mouth to uh-huh. stop them from justifying themselves and that shows that uh, they've been humbled by the law so then we go forward we we share the gospel with people mm-hmm. now granted being that this was for the radio show I'm still going to try and get the gospel in there mm-hmm. because I don't know who's listening to this episode or previous episodes where I share the gospel. My hope that someone might one day be saved by stumbling across this radio show and hear the gospel and be converted.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that was a great interview, I think.
1: I thought so, too. And Zach seemed like a very nice young man. I, I do pray that he would start examining the faith he professed to believe. And I hope that he will talk with his parents mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. and that they will continue to water the seeds that were planted mm-hmm. in this interview. Mm-hmm. And that hopefully God will grant him repentance and, and show him mercy and save him. Mm -hmm. and that he will become a Christian and, and, and grow and go out and share the gospel with others.
0: Right. I mean, ultimately, that's our goal whenever we witness to someone is that God would use it, if not now, at some point in the road to lead towards their salvation. But yeah, this was one of my favorite interviews you had, and I've noticed you growing as you've been doing these over the years. You are more and more prepared to give an answer. You flow a lot easier. It's just amazing to see how God, God is strengthening this, I don't, I, not, not skill, but I mean, he is um, allowing you to grow in this area where I'm seeing improvement, and that's a blessing.
1: Yes, and all glory goes to God for that one. It's only by his grace that I'm able to do anything for his kingdom. And I would encourage the listeners to get out there and mm-hmm. share the gospel with people. That's how you learn. That's how you get better at sharing the gospel with people. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, first things first, get into the word, Mm -hmm. study the word of God. How do you know what to share if you don't read it yourself?
0: But see, the problem that we have in the church nowadays is it's very much like prayer. We learn about it. And learn about it and learn about it because we want to know exactly how to do it. But a lot of strong uh, theologians have said, you want to know how to pray, uh, pray, pray. You learn to pray by praying. And don't get me wrong, we need to be equipped to go out evangelizing, but we need to make sure we're not of the mindset that I, you know, I have to have every single answer perfect in order to share my faith with someone. You know, I think where we start is we strive to know nothing but Christ and him crucified. If we can articulate what Christ has done, I think that's a great starting point.
1: Yes, definitely don't, don't let a, what you think is a lack of knowledge stop you. That stops a lot of people. They think, oh, well, I have to know every single apologetical argument before I go out and share the gospel with people." Right. No, you don't. What do you need to know? The gospel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the power of God unto salvation, not apologetics,
0: mm-hmm. not and, theology. And if you're get in God's word daily, you will improve in that area. Yes. If you're searching out those answers after you're done with a witnessing encounter, like, man, I didn't know how to answer that. Go to scripture, find the answer. So you will be ready next time.
1: And Definitely. there's nothing
0: wrong with humbling yourself and saying, I don't know.
1: I've done that out on the street. I've said, "Yeah, I don't know. Good question.
0: <laughs> um, Ryan, any final thoughts before we close out for the show?
1: Don't be afraid to get your feet wet. Get out there and, and, and do what God has commanded every Christian to do, to share the gospel. And in fact, at the end of the month, the day after Thanksgiving... Uh, We have an event. It's an annual thing. The Light Up the Square event here in uh, downtown Cincinnati. Uh, We are going to be giving out gospel tracts and sharing the gospel with people. So feel free to join us for that. If you want more information, please contact us go to witness talkradio.org and you can contact us there and get more information.
0: Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode. We've enjoyed uh, working on it and we pray that it will encourage and equip those who listen.
1: Thanks for listening everybody to another episode of witness radio, visit witness to read the show notes and let us know if you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to join us on social media and share this episode with your friends. Now that the show is over, it's time for you to go. That is, to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. May God bless you.
0: This show has been a production of the Muniac Family. Please pray for us as we continue to minister in the tri-state area and around the globe with Christ-centered programs.